Hey there, welcome to the Mental Perk Podcast. I'm Carla Hutcherson, licensed professional counselor. And I'm Brandy Mock, entrepreneur, author, and community leader. And we're here to talk about real people, real issues, and real talk. Hey there, Brandy Mock with Mental Perk and Carla Hutcherson. And we are here to talk about some personal questions to let you guys know, get to know us a little bit better. So... Carla? It's, it's get to know your co-host it's today. It's get to know your co-host. Woo-hoo. So let's get started. Um, I'm going to start with question number one. All right. I'm Carla, ready. what do people misunderstand about you the most? Well, my whole life I've always been known as fancy, right? Everyone always looks at the way I dress or the way I look. But what people don't really know about me is how much I love the outdoors. I love hiking. I love getting dirty. I love sweating and working out. So... That's what people don't know about me. Oh, okay. Very interesting. interesting. What about you? What do people not know about you? Well, what people probably misunderstand about me the most is when they first meet me is my facial expressions. She does have some good ones, guys. Yeah, it's a uh, just the sitting face that people think I'm very unapproachable. No, you want to go with, uh, what is it, RBI or RBF? RBF. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) I was trying to stay PG rated. Thank you, Carla. Uh, everybody look up what RBF means if you don't know what it means. <laughs> Thank you, sound guy. <laughs> um, okay, question that's Brad- two. That's Bradley on the sound Bradley. machine. All right. What is your favorite childhood memory? You know, I think going to my grandparents' house because they were always just the sweetest people and you always had the best junk food you can imagine over there and there was no limits to what you could eat or do. I mean, they obviously were strict, but it was just, you always felt like you're going into a new world that just had multiple options to it as far as food and snacks and coloring, all the fun stuff. All the good stuff. So, yes, my grandparents were very different, and it was a different world to go into. It's kind of like going back into the 1950s, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But my favorite childhood memory is definitely building tent cities with my two sisters. We used all the blankets in the house, and we would just build these elaborate tent cities and sleep in them. So that was really fun. Yeah, Yeah, that does sound fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so how did you meet your spouse or your significant other? Oh, very strategically, for sure. So Was this planned? <laughs> well, I don't know that it was planned, but, you know, we went to school back in Abilene, Texas. Go Wildcats. So my husband, he was a hunter, and they had, like, put together this... Um, this, uh, what, what would you call it? A, um, a bonfire. They put together a bonfire and Dove Fest thing. And so he was handing out uh, flyers about it. And so he gave me one. Oh. So I went with my friends and he asked me to dance like by the campfire. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is the best. He was just so respectful. So I went home over the holidays and I told my mom, I found the man I'm marrying. I need some cowboy boots and some jeans. We went shopping at the Western Wear store. And then I went back and I made sure he noticed me. Look at you. So he didn't, (laughs) were you ever afraid he might throw you into the bonfire? Well, now I would say that (laughs) after being married a while, I would definitely say that's also an option. (laughs) I don't go near fires with him now, but yeah. So tell us how you and your hubby met. So unplanned. Um, I was done with uh, married life and uh, just kind of wanted to take a breath from uh, dating And I had a good friend that I was doing some consulting for that had asked me to come have a drink with him after 
consulting. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And he had mentioned back in the past, hey, I've got a friend. I'm like, oh, nope, nope, not going to, nope, not doing it. And so we were having a couple of drinks in South Lake at JR's. And he ended up uh, saying in the midst of while we were meeting, hey, my, my buddy's coming in from town, out of town. And, you know, I just thought I'd having swing by since he's coming through. And I'm like, it! are you kidding me? <laughs> and anyway, long story short, we started talking about what we were doing that weekend. And uh, I told him that I was going to a concert and then running the Cowtown Marathon the next day. And they'd a- he'd asked me, well, who are you going to the concert with? And I said, well, I'm going with my daughter, but she kind of bailed on me at the last minute. So I'm going solo. <laughs> well, my friend put us both on the spot and said, well, why don't you take Brian? And I'm thinking, well, who does that? Like, why do you put someone on the spot? And you I know what? I would do that. You only live once. And so I looked at him and I was like, you want to go to the concert with me? And he was like, sure. And then it was funny because our friend was like, are you kidding me? You actually asked him? And I'm like, you put me on the spot, dude. Like, I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> anyway, we've been attached to the hip since. So yeah. that's so how I met So you just got to know when it's that person. Yeah. You know it's what it's Yeah, it was person. perfect. Yes. Perfect. That's awesome. All right. So what is the best compliment you've ever gotten? What is the best compliment? You know, I think it's when people comment on my kindness because I'm really intentional about that. I really feel like um, I want to be that kind of person who is positive and kind to others. And so when people actually notice that about me, I think that's what, what really brightens my day. Oh, you are such a sweet person. Well, thank you. You really are. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mine would probably be just that I have this fighter personality. Um, yes. I'm very like, you know, nothing's going to hold me back. Even if I think internally it's going to, I don't allow anybody to see that it's going to. And yeah. I just push through situations. So I think that's kind of what uh, is the best compliment that's ever been given to me. I think that's true because that is. If you have a cause, you're, there's nothing that's going to stop you from being an advocate for that cause, which is so neat about where we are today because we're both so passionate about what we're doing. And yes. so, you know, there's nothing that's going to stop. It's, it's amazing. Okay. Well, let's look at what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? Oh, you know what? It's taken me up until this moment, honestly. And sometimes <laughs> it just takes you a minute, right? Yeah. I would say trying to control everything in life. Like that to me has been my biggest failure. And the reason why I say that is because there are so many moments that I tried to control the outcome and situations. Mm -hmm. And now I look back and go, man, if I'd have just not controlled that or try to control it, I would have enjoyed the moments much more. Oh, yeah. I love that, Brandy, because it kind of it goes into what mine would be if I my biggest failure. And it's like my career path has not been what I envisioned it to be. So just being adaptable to know that, you know, sometimes things in life don't work out the way we plan for them to go. Yeah. But in the end, you end up where you need to be. Yeah. And so I would say just the path that I've taken to get here has been a little difficult. But knowing that I'm here is the right place for me to be because we have so much that we are passionate about. Yeah. Nothing hard is easy in life, right? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Um, all right. So what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? Well, I'm pretty sure we answered that one just Oh, now. my bad. So <laughs> I wanted to see if you are going to come up with a different answer. Uh, well, Here I kind of like the first answer, so we'll keep going with okay, what we Okay, she's got. consistent, guys, okay? <laughs> if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Kind of going back to positivity. I like that 
if I could be remembered for knowing that no matter what the circumstances were, that I came out and found a way to find a positive or to find a path forward, that's what I'd want to be remembered about. I love that. I love that. And that's very true about you, too. You are super positive. Well, like thanks. Our podcast convention, you were like, joy, joy, joy. <laughs> and I'm like, sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> Well, but you she gets you both. Going. It's she a healthy balance of both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are so. so funny and energetic, and I don't think you realize how funny you are when you're not even trying to be funny. And that <laughs> well, laugh, good. I love the laugh. That's love that good laugh. To know. Well, what about you? What do you want to be remembered for? <sighs> Probably how I gave back to people in life. And, oh yeah. And and it's not. And when I say give back, it's not. Uh, it it's a plethora of things. It's you know emotionally, yes, financially, um, volunteering. Um, you know, there's so many people that stepped up in my life that gave me things that I'll never forget. And I just want to, you know, pass that along to other people. And I don't think if if y'all don't know, Brandy, she is a community leader. She is always involved in things in her community, volunteering, giving time. So that so fits her. And I can definitely see that would definitely be part part of her tombstone. (laughs) Yeah. Gave back and loved ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, what about an insult? What's the best insult you ever received that you're really proud of? That I'm hard-headed. Oh, yeah, you are so hard-headed. I'm such a hard-head, <laughs> and I'm okay with that, you know, because being hard-headed, well, it can be bad sometimes, but for the most part, it's been good for me because I never compromised. Yeah. And I won't compromise. If I believe in something, uh, you're not going to hold me back from it, so I think that's probably me to a T. Oh, absolutely. I totally believe that's How you. about you? Well, mine would be when ki- people used to put me down for really yelling and screaming and supporting my kids, like in their sports and stuff. I was like <laughs> the loudest one in the stands, always, and everyone's always looking at me. But my kids knew they were loved and supported. I mean, my mama bear mode is the best. So yeah. I'm saying, yes, that, no, that always made me feel good because I was like, yes, my kids know I'm here. So, yeah. So how would your parents describe what you do? You know, I think my parents actually get it. They're super involved in my life and always have been. Um, I think they really know what I do. My dad asks so many questions. You know, he's always constantly like, well, tell me about this. What are you doing? What are you going to do when you go to this convention? And he, he just asks a lot of questions. And then my mom is the one she's posting and sharing all of my tips of the day. Yeah, all I the love time. that. I do see that. She's pretty <laughs> so awesome. She's yeah. pretty awesome. She's so pretty amazing. They, I've always had their support and they really know that I'm trying to make a difference. And well, so, you are and yeah. you have been. And it's it's amazing to have you as a partner because, uh, one, I'm not in the professional spectrum of therapy, but it's nice to have someone that's got that education that knows how to walk people through situations in life. So it's 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 a good reminder to me. Well, that's what's so neat about our podcast yeah. is we kind of have that side from the professionalism and then we have you who's lived it and yeah. who's you know, had so much going on in her life. And yeah. we just bring all of that to the table and all the community work that you do. It just touches people's lives. So I think it's really a neat mix of our podcast. So what about your parents? Well, my parents are dead. <laughs> So, but yeah, I lost my mom at 25. Oh no, I'm sorry. My dad at 25 and my mom at 35. Um, I I would say, you know, just the fact that, um, I'm doing more than what they did in life, I guess. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, but we didn't come from a very educated family. Right. And so, um, you know, I always knew my parents were proud of me. Um, I always knew that they uh, wanted more for us. And so I think probably they would be, be 
looking down and saying, hey, she's she's doing more than what we did and she's affecting lives. And so I think maybe that's what yeah. I would think that they would be proud of. Oh, absolutely. And I could say they are definitely would be proud of you because I know I am. Oh, I know I oh, am. I'm proud of you. <laughs> well, what is a funny story your family would tell about you? Oh, my gosh. There's so many of them. Um, there's a lot of I would never, and I know, I do now. <laughs> and we're not going into specifics. Because of that control part, <laughs> yes, right? Yeah, I would never, but I do. Uh, probably how I, the lack of, like, you know, I'm, I feel like I've got a lot of common sense. But, man, there's so many things that go over my head uh, that I just don't get sometimes. And my family, my, my kids will find me laughing, like, 15 minutes later after the punchline. And they're like... <laughs> mom, are you just now getting that? And I'm like, I kind of am. I want to make sure I did get that. So can y'all make sure I got it? You know, so I kind of let things go over my head more than I should. But I guess it's laughable moments at the end of the day, you know. Oh, that's awesome. But that that's what makes for memories. I love that so much. Yeah. What about you? What's a, a funny story your family can so tell? So I am the third of three sisters. And so when I was little, I mean, I always stared at everybody, right? <laughs> so my sisters labeled me the starer. And so I was just so, I was so intentional, but it would embarrass them because I would stare at their friends. Were you the creeper? I was such a stare. And the funny thing is now I'm kind of aware of that. So I've kind of turned into an eavesdropper. So I'm still very nosy, but I, um, I've gone from the stare to the eavesdropper for sure. Okay. Now I'm going to be like on alert. Carly, you're staring at me too much. Stop staring. So I'm still in everybody's business. It's not, it's not going to change. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what is your favorite holiday movie? And what does that say about you? So this is a very loaded question, but number one, I'm all things Hallmark Channel, love Hallmark Channel movies, and I have it on all the holidays, but my favorite holiday movie, and there is a debate over it, but I am pro Die Hard. Die Hard, of course, there's Christmas music. There's dead people with ho, ho, ho on them. (laughs) I mean, it's very, very, very seasonal. Uh, uh, I, I watch it every holiday. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I've never, I know y'all are going to, you're going to die when you hear this. I've never watched it. That's the problem. So you have no opinion until you watch it. Well, I'll tell you what, listeners, I'm going to go watch it. Yes. Not, not specifically on a holiday. <laughs> I will go watch it in a non-holiday season and see if I can incorporate it into my holiday watching list. You will. You're going to get so hooked. I okay. promise. And you're there are like so 15 of them. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> They're not all Christmas, but the first two are, so you can get through one and two for the Christmas season. I so you. there you okay. go. All right. all right. What about you? You know, I can't throw out there other than saying it's a wonderful life. I mean, you know, it's kind of like a little sprinkle of hope and disappointment and then the joy and the Christmas spirit. So I, I, I'd have to say that's my favorite. I and I know it's so really, boring. No, it's sweet. I it's know, very sweet. And it's there's like not a lot hot of sweet chocolate and marshmallow yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and I agree. I, Put I a think little peppermint in there. It's kind of pulling out the sweetness about you. Yeah. I like Aww. that. Aww. All right. What has been your most favorite job? You know, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always owned my own companies. And so I would have to say each of them have been my favorites just because in each field I've learned something different. I've been, you know, landscaping and irrigation to interior design to, uh, you know, transportation brokerage to, you know, hats. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. So I kind of, I kind of 
like them all. I don't think that there was anything I didn't like about my jobs. And the reason why is because I learned something new with each of them. Each part of it has made you who you are today. Yeah, yeah. I love that. My, what about you? I would definitely say what I'm doing now because I've done a lot of jobs that weren't my favorite. So um, this is, I, it's taken me a while to get to be in a place where I feel really good about my career and about my job and what I'm doing. And I feel like I'm actually in my own. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Isn't so, that nice? It is so to nice. To finally yeah. do what you want to do and love it. Yes. There's a difference. A lot of people don't get to enjoy what they do in life. And I think we should encourage everybody out there. If there's something that's holding you back, don't let it hold you back. Do I it. Agree. I agree with that. hundred percent. Even if it takes you five years, do it. I agree with that. Yeah. Find your way. You're never too old. Nope. All right, so what is your least favorite thing about your job? Oh, sales and retail. Oh, I know. I can't do it. Now, to all of you out there who are doing that, it is a blessing. If you have that temperament and that personality to do that, you are a blessing because I love great salespeople. Yeah, well, it's what made my companies uh, operate. You're a great salesperson. I don't like selling. But you're so good at it. But I don't like it at all. I I don't like it. I just really stink at it. It's stressful. It is hard. So stressful. It is. But there are some great servers and people in the service industry and sales and all that. All good stuff. Yeah. All right. So if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Live more, worry less. Because in my younger years, I was the biggest people pleaser that ever lived, right? So I even ended up in the ER with a couple of panic attacks over, over my time. But I learned that I can't please everybody. You know, assertiveness is a value that I have learned. I can negotiate or compromise, but I don't have to please. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny. My answer, we haven't guys just say, so you know, we didn't review we, each other's answers. No, we did not. But mine was just live in the moment. And, yes. uh, you know, people don't realize that just taking that time to live in the moment is so refreshing and I think you see things with different glasses on whenever you just live in the moment because you've released all the things that you can't control in life and you know that it's just whatever it is it's temporary yeah so just live in the moment it's going to be fine you know and you enjoy it more okay tell me about the three most influential people in your life and how they've impacted you I know this is such a there's so many people that have affected me or impacted me in so many ways but I first have to say my husband Oh, he's so cute. But on top of that, he's just kind of taught me how to be the person that um, I am today. He's the one that doesn't let me. uh, Well, when I was people pleaser, he would be like, no, you have to you have to fight for your way and you have to do stuff. So he really encourages me to be the strong person that I am. And I love that. Um, I also had a graduate professor when I was at UNT doing my master's, and he was the hardest person. He was only going to give like one or two A's. He told us that. Most people would get a C. And um, he gave me the hardest reviews. I just would come home crying because I was like, I'm not going to get an A in this class. And um, at the end, he ended up... uh, he was a uh, he had cancer and he was dying, but he had his assistant tell me my review, and I ended up getting an A Aww. because he said you didn't give up and you took all my crap and you did what you needed to do and you fought for your way even though it went against what I said. And he said, "So you were a fighter and you got an A." What so, a teaching moment! I know right? that was an awesome experience for me. And then my last one, not that I don't get a lot out of my mom, but I just felt like sometimes my dad has my personality, yes. and I think that I just learned so much from how he handles business and life and how he talks to people and I feel like I emulate that a lot so I feel like he's kind of guided me in those ways oh that's awesome I love that love that 
I would have to say that, well, my husband for sure. Um, yes. My husband has been such a, um, Brian's always lifting me up when I don't feel like I should be lifted up. He's always, since day one, seen more in me than I've seen in myself. And um, he's so inspirational. Like, I've never heard one negative thing out of his mouth, not towards me, not towards anybody around him. He is a leader. And I have found that having those leaders in your life are the ones that you want because they're always seeing the good in you when you don't see it in yourself. Oh, yeah. So he's number one. Definitely. I can see that. Number two would be probably my grandparents. I know that it's two people, but my grandparents were always the ones that just, um, despite any mistakes, you know, it's they never favored one grandkid over another. I love that. They, they were always, you know, they were spiritual leaders in my life. They planted that seed and they were just the sweetest people. So, you know, you find that when you surround yourself with those people, as they got older, it was my job to be the one that could help take care of them. And, you know, you saw a village of the grandkids and their kids always around them taking care of them. I mean, they were just, they those were the ones that just, they left this impression of just pure joy in your life. And it was an escape for me. I love that and so, so I loved I loved my grandparents. And last, I would say my brother. Yeah. My brother has gone through so much in life and, um, there were many times when I feel like he doubted himself through all the different channels in life he went through, but just his experience to be able to encourage others and to show that, yeah, you may be at this point in life, but you can get to this point. It's your choice at the end of the day has inspired me so much because, you know, there's a lot of times whenever I just, you know, you felt like you lost hope with that person and, it's amazing when you don't give hope up for someone, when you, you believe in them despite the circumstances they're going through, watch and see. They'll surprise you. And he has surprised me in so many ways, and he's such a positive leader now. And so I've been really impacted by him. That's awesome. Yeah. Those are great ones. It's so great to always look at the people that are really influencing your life and take notice of that. Yeah. Because we learn so much from other people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's awesome. Okay, so what does your morning routine look like? Oh, I'm an early, early riser, so I'm the... No, we know you are. <laughs> so, I mean, I get up a little extra earlier than I have to, like around 4.30ish, because I just like that quiet time in the morning before my day starts. I just like to kind of be in the dark and hanging out with a cup of coffee and doing what I need to I'm still sleeping, okay? So... <laughs> But I'm going to the gym. I'm leaving and going to the gym first thing in the morning, getting that workout in. You know, my um, morning routine is really about healthy lifestyle choices that I've been really trying to put into play at least over the last 15 years or so. So I do my workout every day Mm -hmm. and then I go home and I quickly get ready for work and pack up my healthy food. And then I am out the door for a very long work day, but I'm proud of what I do. So it's, it's, it works. Yeah. So it's energetic, but I, I, I'm tired just hearing 430 in the morning. (laughs) I don't know about anybody else, but I get that from my father. He always woke up at four or four thirty in the morning. Yeah. I mean, what's going to happen when you decide to sleep until five? (laughs) It's hard on the weekends. It's hard on the weekends because I still want to get up early and then, yeah, 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 yeah. Mine would probably be, I mean, I get up, I have to have my cup of coffee. Yes. Coffee is a must. It is a must. It is a must. And then I have to, I love my closet. I I know it sounds, I love my closet. It's a little strange. Do you have a wine cooler in there? What's going on? No, no. I just love the bigness of it. And, you know, it's like being, 
it's like my own little space. Okay. Right. So I'll have my coffee. I'll put on my favorite podcast uh, or audio book that I Mental like to listen perk. to. Mental Perk. Mental Perk. Okay, good. Yep. 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 I love to listen to myself chronically. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, or put on a favorite audio, audible, audible book. I can say that. I put my face on, and then I do opposite. I go work out. And then I'll come back and freshen up, take a shower, and then put myself on again. Yes. And then just get to my day working. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's that's pretty much my. That's us. We're pretty like normal. Like we're just kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of do what we do. Don't I, you think? I think so. That makes us that makes us like the rest of the world. Yeah, I think. yeah. So that's good. Nothing wrong with being like others. <laughs> I love it. I do too. I do. So, too. you know, this has been great fun trying to get to know each other and just letting you guys know who we are, our backgrounds, and kind of where we come from. And so. Um, We've really enjoyed sharing a little bit of ourselves with you today. Um, as always, you can send us comments on our social media. You're welcome to ask questions. We love to answer them. So please get involved and just get to know us and, and, and really learn about what we do so that when you listen to our pack, podcast, you know that we're coming through, through, from a place of our heart. That yeah. This is something that we really, truly are passionate about. Well, and I would say, too, you know, we say comments. I'd say if there's anything specific you guys would like to know about your host. Yes. Put it in the questions. We would love to answer your questions. We are um, open books. We'll we, tell you we, anything. We're, we're probably guiltily open <laughs> books. Like you may not want to know the answer, We're people. all about honest dialogue. We are all about honest dialogue. And sometimes it may be offensive, but we we try to just be real. And that's what we want of our audience. We want real people without judgment. Uh, just be you. Talking about real issues. Real issues, which I know every one of us out there deal with on a day-to-day basis what may be small to us may be huge to you what be be small to you may be huge to us so don't ever underestimate someone's struggles and we just want to thank all of you for being you know part of our world and part of our audience and helping to you know create success for the mental park yes yes so we hope you guys know you're You're worthy we're we're in in this together. together If you or anyone you know is struggling with mental health issues, please reach out to talk to someone you trust. Get connected to a mental health professional who can help you find ways to cope and ultimately feel better. If you are having suicidal or self-harm thoughts or thoughts of hurting another person, please go to the nearest ER, call 911, or contact the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Thank you for tuning in to Mental Perk. We hope our talk today highlighted real people working through real issues based on mental health. Our goal at Mental Perk is to make sure every one of you knows you're worthy. We're in this together.